Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about, uh, and I had to try. So I ordered a few, and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called All Brace, and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the All Brace, and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're going to want to check it out at all-brace.com. What's up, guys? Ryan here with Torch Talk Podcast, and today I've got a really special episode. I've got a bunch of stinky dudes in the room um, who have been with me for the last few days, uh, all business owners. We actually have six now, and we're going to bring in another six or seven later. But these guys are part of our Garage Door U group, and um, they exp- they're all different stages how long they've been in the business, been business owners for different lengths of time. But the great thing about it is, is all of them have a huge passion for their business. And so I wanted to bring them on the podcast while we had them in town, just to do a quick little episode on company culture, what they've learned while they've been here, and anything that they could share. Oh my God, dude, go ahead and take the picture. (laughs) All right, so... uh, I don't really think this is going to be formatted like our normal, so if things get a little sideways, I'm sorry. Uh, but we're going to start over here with Andrew. Andrew, tell introduce yourself. Uh, Andrew Powell. What do you? What am we talking about? Where again? are you from? Uh, Kansas City. Own Stateline Door and Lift. Been in business four years, ish. And you've been on the podcast before. I have, and I don't sound like I'm in a bathroom this time, do I? No, you sound great. Sound more like a crack house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I don't even know what it sounds like to be in a crack house. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about your experience since you've been here. Uh, what are some takeaways? Right now, it's the the biggest takeaway is just uh, is the culture uh, yeah, that you you got here at the Inner Neighborhood. Um, Hang on one second. All right, go ahead and talk straight into the mic. Like this? Yes, beautiful. You can hear me? I can hear you. You sound sexy, too. Uh, (laughs) You want me a hug? You want a hug? No, I just We'll dwell. We'll do side hugs. Oh, side hugs. Side hugs only with Andrew if you see him out. Mm. Anyway. He just holds too long for a guy. (laughs) It's 20 seconds. (laughs) 20 seconds. It feels like two minutes. It needs to be 20 seconds. Science, science, psychology, (laughs) everything. Anyway, so what I've learned, uh, Aaron Overhead, is just your culture. Your your people are just so happy. Never have I seen garage door techs happy. 
ever. They're not always happening. No, so but what are your one of your guys? I was chatting with him, and and he goes, and he literally goes, "I'm excited. I wake up before my alarm. I'm happy to come into work. I rush to come into work." Who was that? I don't know his name. Young cat. Young guy. Trainer. Training him. Training with Joe. Oh, probably Chris. Whatever. That's cool. Yeah, he's good to know. But he's excited. And he, you could see it in his face. You could see it in just his posture changed. So what are some things that you're going to take away and take back to your place? Did you learn anything that you might implement? Um, cleanliness. Your shop is clean. Suppliers aren't that clean. <laughs> DCs aren't that clean. And they have multiple people. Um, organization. That impressed me. I slack at that. My truck is filthy. Um, my shop is just disorganized, so I'm taking that back. But I'm impressed with that. And what I was it like hanging out with all these guys all week? It's been phenomenal. Um, several I've met for the first time, um, not only in person, but but uh, meeting for the first time. Um, a few that I've met before. Um, but to share our frustrations, our hardships, our stress. And then, you know, to cut loose yeah, and to laugh and to hug. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan hates hugs. No, I don't mind hugs. It's just awkward after, like, five seconds. <laughs> um, all right, Greg. Some What's of you up? guys might know Greg. He's been on the podcast a few times. He also uh, hosts uh, Monday Morning Mindset. And um, I want to let him introduce himself and share a little bit. Oh. This mic stand is gigantic. Go. I know, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to drill holes and use our old mic stands, but yeah, I just lift my chair and <coughs> stand up straight. You got a chair that lifts? You gave us the cheat sheet? I did. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Greg Giaquinto, uh, West Haven, Connecticut, small state. Um, we cover most of it. Uh, JGM's Hug Overhead Door. Um, I always yeah. call you Jag. It's probably easier to say. Yeah. Our, our business is not named for marketing. It was named because it's my father's initials. Um, you know, and that's what we're a family business. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to let go of that. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been fun here, man. Uh, this is really cool. Uh, I've been on this podcast before. I was in your old studio. Yeah. This is way nicer. It is. <laughs> this is we way started nicer. a little hood. This we is pretty cool, hood. though. I, I like this. We're we upgrading got. as we go. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate the sponsors. Shout out to our sponsors. We got Sherwinder, All Brace. Uh, we got um, Bifold.com, Schweiss, and Selmer. Don't forget Dave Mount, Monday Morning Dave Mindset. Dave Mount from Monday Part Morning Mindset. Talk All of you guys contribute to making the podcast great and the podcast room better. Thank you for that. Well, yeah, so I, I, I guess it, we'll go through some of the same questions we had, uh, Andrew. Yeah, just open up. Yeah, so this was a this has been a pretty great experience. Um you know, it's been cool seeing your team in person in action. You get the same vibe from everybody, which is a goal of mine. I want my customers to call us, and from the time the person answers the phone to the time that we show up to the time that the job's done, I want them to feel like the same experience the whole time. I've, I, It really looks like you guys have that here, which is really awesome. Um, probably my biggest takeaway is – watching you guys go through everything every day in your team meetings and how important that is to keep everybody on the same page. Uh, definitely going to be do, doing a lot more auditing when I go home. Um, what do you mean by that? 
so inspect what you expect, mm. right, is one of those kind of cliche sayings in the business world. Yeah. And I, I feel like your team does a really good job of picking up on that. There was a book that I read, and I don't even remember what book it was. Maybe you guys can uh, pick it up. But uh, it was basically like, don't put anything in place that you can't inspect and hold account people accountable. If it's a process that you can't hold someone accountable, there's really no reason to put it in place yet. So having that, and you should be able to do that, but unfortunately, it's just the nature of the beast. And so if you go back and you implement a million different things at once and you can't hold anybody accountable to all the things you're implementing, it's just going to fall apart and it's not going to be as effective. So the key, I think, is you know, you take one thing that you know that you can hold somebody accountable or delegate accountability to someone to hold the staff accountable. So I think that's very important. Heck yeah, man. Uh, I'll, I find it most impressive that the way people seem to be inspired by um, just the environment. It's pretty awesome. Cool. And then I w- like the side conversations between you guys, I feel like are as valuable or even more valuable a lot of times than like seeing the behind the scenes at Aaron overhead doors because you guys can chat and figure out, oh, I'm dealing with this, but knowing someone else is dealing with it sometimes makes you feel better. Like you're not just the only one. It's like when I got divorced, I uh, I went to a counselor and I was like, I think I'm crazy. And then, you know, she was like, Techn- I don't think you're crazy. She's like, but, you know, going through that process of a divorce made me feel like I was crazy. And I was the only one that was dealing with this, right? And so um, I think it's good for us to be like, I think I'm crazy. And then someone else be no, like. Oh, man, that's what's amazing about this group and this network. I've been, and and if you feel crazy, just let Andrew give you a hug. You'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> At least 20 seconds. There's science behind it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew is probably technically crazy, but <laughs> But we love him for it because he <laughs> makes us feel better. Makes us feel sane. Yeah, he <laughs> makes us feel sane. No, but I, I've been very welcomed by the Garage Door community from the from the get go, and and the camaraderie is unmatched. And um, the people who've been drawn to this Garage Door U network is is pretty awesome. That's cool. So thank you for that, Ryan. Yeah, bro. Thank you. You're a huge contributor as well. Appreciate that. Chris Hensington. Henningson. H- Henningson. Oh my mm-hmm. god. Man. I screw that up. I do that every I time. I am the butcher of the team. Yeah. Uh, so Chris uh, recently changed his company name. What is it now? So we were Austin Garage Door Mechanics, and now we're Gator Garage Doors. Yep. And you're the owner. Yep. And you've been in the garage door industry for how long? Go, uh, June will be seven years. Okay. So you're not a newbie. Nope. You've been around the block. Mm-hmm. Um, you are one of the most aggressive people that I've met when it comes to, like, marketing and branding and stuff like that, especially for only being seven years old. What powers that for you? I just, I'm just a competitive person by nature. Um, played sports in high school, played literally three or four sports, I think during the first season, cause I went to a small school. It's just, uh, it, it actually can be a, it's like a double-edged sword, unfortunately too, though, because I can't turn it off. Like uh, I'll, if I get up at three, you know, I'm, I'm you're wondering who woke up at two fifty five. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I look at my website all the time, looking at my rankings, looking at what competitors are doing and just trying to pick up little nuggets here and there to make our, my, our business better. That's good. We just spent a little bit of time 
in my foyer here at such and such media right outside our studio and um, talked about websites. Was there anything that you felt was valuable that you could share that we discussed? Sure. Just, just a, a little bit of everything you touched on, um, you know, how to, how to review a site, what's important, what matters most uh, when trying to rank a site and what doesn't matter. Um, I feel like uh, one of the things that such and such and your company probably brings to the table that I've struggled with over the years is just the, the content, right? Um, quite often, we don't have a lot of time as business owners to write that content, but mm. we probably do. And with you guys, of course, being in the same industry, I feel like that's probably a big feather in your guys' cap. I appreciate that. And not to like sway people away, but if you don't have the money to hire an SEO company and um, – one of the best ways to do that is audio record yourself talking, driving down the road about, like I told these guys, you can do a podcast. Or if you don't even want to do a podcast, you could just record yourself talking about garage door repair. And then you can use uh, apps like Rev.com, R-E-V.com, translate it, right? Then send it over to your wife and tell her to fix all the grammatical errors. <laughs> and then you upload, you know, put it on a page on your website. There's so many different ways, and, and Rev does it like a dollar. I think it's like, I don't know, it's cheap uh, to get the job done. So uh, that's just, there's a lot of unique ways to create content, and I strongly recommend the, the more the merrier, in my opinion. Um, and then once you get to a point where you can afford to outsource that, I think it's a really good thing to do. Um, what is some, uh, well, since we're doing the episode, uh, the series about company culture, uh, was there anything that you saw here that you feel like was beneficial that you might be able to take back? Sure. Uh, I think the, the thing that stuck out the most for me was the fact that I think um, you guys have learned and gotten to the point now where you guys are constantly looking for, for things. When you guys first take on a new employee, you guys right away, you guys are constantly looking to make sure that they fit your culture and they're not going to take away from it. I think you guys, one of you guys mentioned um, that it, unfortunately you got, you guys have had to had had to fire a few folks that technically were awesome but didn't yeah. necessarily fit your culture and and we all know that that's a hard thing to do because finding good employees you know technically s that are technically skilled in this industry is not an easy thing to do yeah so making that call is not e not easy too but but I have found that the quicker you do it the better off everybody is if you want to keep that that culture intact. What's interesting is when we do that, we'll sometimes have employees come to us and be like, we were all wondering how long that was going to be. Like, and so, you know, I've had an employee come to me uh, just a couple, like maybe a month ago, and he was like, hey, bro, are you going to do something about this guy? And I'm like, we've written him up twice, and he's about to be gone. And he's like, I was just wondering because everybody's asking. And I was like, being handled. Yeah, I think employees will put up with it for so long knowing that there is a natural course that legally has to take place yeah. so that, you know, it doesn't come back on you. But, yeah. A players don't like to see C players get away with a bunch of stuff. Exactly. So that irritates them. And uh, I think we've established the fact that we have A players that hold, you know, people that might be B and C now working their way up. Uh, to a standard, which is cool because it doesn't have to be all about the management team. And I'll give my Bulldogs a shout out. So, uh, you know, University of Georgia, prior to this season, Bulldogs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the national champions, 
University of Georgia, uh, one of the biggest things that people talked about why they were so good this year um, was the connection that they created uh, amongst each other. So that was, like, super important, and I felt like, uh, you know, when you have a connection, and everybody talked prior to the season and then afterwards, like, what was different about this team is they said we went around the room and we figured out each other's why. And then once we knew each other's why, it was easier to work hard for that person. It no longer became a selfish act of I want to go to the NFL or, you know, I want to get more playing time or I want to get more tackles. It was how do we accomplish this and get to where we're trying to go. And I think that's super cool. And so I'm trying to do that same thing here, figure out each other's why. How many of you guys have, like, taken a, uh, one of your employees and their spouse out to lunch or dinner? You have? So uh, tell me what motivated that and how that went for you. Well, I just take them out because it's, like, I just feel like I want to show them that they're appreciated. Yeah. I want them to know more about them. And he's only called in six times in four and a half years. Nice. And he tells me all the time, Jim, love it here i appreciate you and so that's awesome so a lot of times in the interview process i'll offer to take whoever i'm interviewing and their spouse out to eat next thursday i have uh, dinner with someone and his wife uh, but then like we're trying to make it where when we go do stuff together as a team that we can find a way where we can invite this the spouses and the children to stuff more um, and that's not as easy now because we're like uh, 16, 17 people. Um, so it's hard to like go into a restaurant with 30 folks, right? But if we, uh, we just bought a projector and a big blow-up projector screen and some tables and chairs for the warehouse. And so as soon as the weather starts getting a little bit better, we're going to start hosting more stuff here and catering food in and hanging out. And we got like a basketball goal and we can do have a little game set up. So those are all things that we're planning on doing uh, that I think will be really cool to implement that. Casey? This might be one of the craziest hey. son of a guns you've ever met in your entire life, but we were talk, I was talking to somebody last night, um, or a few folks, and um, we were just talking about, like, it's got to be fun working for Casey most days. So <laughs> 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 there's probably days where Casey's, like, on fire, I feel like, and then there's probably, like, days where it's like, dude, this is the best boss ever, um, because you have that personality where it's, like, fun but serious, the biggest challenge I would be like, and sometimes I even struggle now, is like, is he joking or is he serious? That's my gift. That's your gift. <laughs> my superpower. Yeah. So, um, Casey, thank you for coming down. Uh, Casey's one of the larger dealers in our group and, uh, you know, contributes in a great way of being able to share um, things he's overcome with others to help a lot of the other dealers uh, feel better about being in the crapper sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Casey, tell us a little bit about you, your company, and um, and where you're at. All right. So, uh, I'm Casey Foley with Foley Overhead Door. Um, we're going to be 41. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality. Not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. 
Somer's a two. Somer and their family of businesses are two hundred million dollar companies. They're in over a hundred countries, and they have locations in twenty countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? People love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram post with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their post. The Bifold Doors are awesome. And they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss. 41 years in business? 80? Um, 1980? 81. 81? Yep. Uh, I grew up in it, right? I can remember... I was five when my dad started, so I had memories of him in the door business even before he owned his own business. So um, in May will be 27 years for me uh, professionally, which is uh, – uh, I remember being in the business 20 years, and, uh, like, things changed. Um, being Doing something for 20 years, no matter what you do, it gives you an expertise – um, just so happens that garage doors had become an expertise for me. Um, and in the past seven years, I've found out that uh, more than understanding the nuts and bolts, you have to understand uh, the psychology of people. And in this last year, that's become more of a, a leadership question, which uh, we bring this back around to culture and company culture. That's something that we never focused on. Um, up until maybe a couple of years ago, we're working with an EOS implementer and uh, reading some good books. What is EOS for everybody? EOS is a, is called the Entrepreneurial Operating System. Uh, it's made famous by a book called Traction. Uh, Gina Wickman started this thing a few years ago, and it gives um, it gives your your average everyday um, of any size uh, business owner a methodology to um, manage, measure, and plan for uh, future goals, success. Um, and a lot of that for us was building a culture, um, which, God, everybody wants like the, hey, what's the secret? And the secret is improving yourself as a leader. Uh, it's it's an every everything that you see wrong in your business, um, really the buck stops with you as a leader. So 
Um, I've had to eat the humble pie, and you guys know I like to eat, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that we fed you guys <laughs> well yeah, so man, far. We, we ate, we've eaten good here. I, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, I live every day like it's my last, so <laughs> believe me, man, I got my money's worth here. <laughs> and this is, and like one of the best parts about it is today, I think, is probably one of my favorite. We, uh, I got one of my buddies, Darwin, who is the special forces in the military, mm-hmm. um, he does jujitsu, so if anybody wants to try, I'll roll. I'll uh, roll. Yeah, I'd love to see that actually. <laughs> tap quick. Yeah, <laughs> you will tap very quick roll if you're able. Pain on the floor. Yeah, the question will be: Will you be able to tap fast enough? <laughs> <laughs> if, hey, uh, good book says uh, you know show mercy and mercy will be shown to you. So, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, shout out. I've been married for two months now. Um, my wife hears this. I love you, baby. <laughs> Good job. He's still in honeymoon phase. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about um, the what I learned at uh, Aaron Overhead Doors, uh, hanging out with Ryan and a bunch of these cool dudes. Um, we had a Ryan. Ryan opened up. Man, I so Ryan and I have had uh, we and even for you guys, we bumped into each other through IDA for a long time, right? Because you imagine I can't sit in a room for very long talking about garage door stuff and not spout out about something. Um, and Ryan's not exactly quiet either and i think so so we even bumped into each other as um just outspoken individuals um and we both have excellent sense of humor and you know my deep cries out to his deep and we just connect right so uh when ryan speaks about um a spiritual nature of you know his testimony that strikes a chord with me too because as a christian i think um you know being in the garage door business is just a is a side hustle for just interacting with people and everybody's it's a platform man and, and it's given me a huge opportunity to interfit um to interact and i don't know man we've been blessed at folly door man the, the history of folly door is a history of god's faithfulness i'll tell you that right now um and i think that that honoring that is going to allow us you know to, to do greater things and um i appreciate that about ryan and um i want to exemplify that as a as a business owner and a leader um i want my people to know that that they uh, that they come first before business, and I think we talked about that yes. in leadership. Like, what does leadership look like? Um, we started with family, but really, I think you know, you got some atheists out there. I, I love you, man. Uh, God loves you too. So we, I put God first, yep. right, and then family, mm-hmm. right, and then employees, and then business. And and it took me. I only learned that last part maybe a year ago. A lot of trust has to go into doing. And that. you know what? Because it was always customers, you know, and it, and yeah. it's not that's you you can't you can't give excellent service if you're not giving excellent attention to your employees. Hundred percent. Huh? So there you go. Boom. Write that. Write that Dude, down. Dude, I've <laughs> heard you be called by multiple people, Doctor Phil, since we've been here, <laughs> but you freaking drop bombs like crazy. <laughs> Boom. And you you come <laughs> off like kind of a tough guy, sarcastic, a little hard, but then like. You you're like a softy, bro. Well I'm almost afraid if Andrew hugs you like more than twenty <laughs> seconds. I won't let go first. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. All right, let's wrap. Let's wrap. Let's wrap this up. I, I thought a couple minutes ago you're talking about Georgia, right? Go dogs! I thought you were gonna roll into like, hey, we beat the second Michigan. best team in the in the um in collegiate sports, beating the Wolverines Alabama. there. Oh. What? Oh yeah, yeah, hail! I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> hail! <laughs> I didn't even know there was a second. Did we play you guys? <laughs> I, sorry, I must have missed it. I was like, I don't know. 
I just assumed it was going to be that, so we just didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Y'all can do it. Y'all knew it was going to happen, right? I mean, the loss to Alabama gave y'all some hope, but then it was like our boys were so hungry after that. Listen, I, I mean, I'm a, I love college football, right? I love the Big Ten, but uh, SEC is different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger, faster, hungry. It was like boys and men, man. It was yeah. different. All right, Todd. Hello. <laughs> so I have different connections with every single person here. And uh, I would say I probably spend the most time with Greg. Greg and I talk a lot. But uh, I'm spiritually drawn to Todd a lot for whatever reason. Uh, He and I just have like this click. um, And uh, I really enjoy watching you. When you first joined GDU, Mm -hmm. Tamara and I would jump off and call him. He'd get in our car and be like, is Todd okay? And she'd be like, I think so. You want me to check on him? I'm like, Maybe. And I'm like, if you feel led to check on him, check on him. <laughs> and then it's like, he would be in the meetings, and he wouldn't say a word. He'd just sit there like this, straight-faced. And, and I would just be so concerned that he was, like, not okay. And then, like, the next meeting, it was like he would say something. And then next meeting, he would laugh at something. And then it was like we saw this evolution of Todd to where now he seems so happy. And I'm not saying it has anything to do with these groups, but – the like the development that I've seen in you personally, um, in your your just your life seems to be so much better. I don't know everything that you're doing to create that, but I love that shit, bro. And oh, thank you. I'm super proud of you, and um, you've kind of come out of your shell a little bit. And I think you know when we talk about uh, feeling like you're down in the dumps and realizing other people have are going through it or have gone through it i think you've realized that all the stuff that you've dealt with everybody around this table has experienced also and i think that made you feel better but i'm not going to speak for you so yeah. introduce yourself tell us where <laughs> you're at your company all right my name is ty kowet uh how do you say it kowet dude i have to jack your name up oh. bro I love it when telemarketers calls Mr. Cow. Nope, never heard of him. <laughs> Click. But uh, I'm from Albany, New York. We cover, you know, the capital region of New York. Uh, to me and my wife, we both own the. Uh, Who's I own amazing? It, but, Listen, know, I'm just gonna say. That's it. Don't leave her ever. Oh no, no. You you you're not that good. She's, <laughs> she's got you. She's got you. Done. She does. It's good. <laughs> Keep you her know, close. I hear all the time. It's like, how do you work with your wife? I'm like, how can I not? Yeah. You know, it's great because we're so invested in this company. It's where our interest is the same, is to be more successful. Yeah. You know, Y'all complement each other so freaking well, too. Like, when I see you guys together, I'm like, I see why they, they are so good together. Because they, they're opposites, but they also complement each other, and they value each other's, uh, like, uh, skill set. Oh, so. absolutely. Like, I can't spell. She can. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to write me an email. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, we've, me and her, we've hit rock bottom financially, mentally, everything else. And, like, we're – I just texted her before we came in here. I'm like, man, we have come such a far way yeah. in life. And, uh, you know, our, our mentality is always, you know, all right, we hit this phase, 
let's move to the next. Let's let's see what we can do. Let's yeah. push ourselves. Yeah. You know, and we're talking about company cultures, and we're like, let's see if we can do that with the guy, the people we work with. And it's like now we're meeting, we're hiring people, which, you know, I, I when I first got on the GDU, I was like, you know, oh this this lady, she's she's overqualified for my company, and you're like, dude, no, talk to her. I did, and you're like, I go, you know what? I'm going to give her a chance. I can't wait to go to work every day and just say hi to her. I've never met somebody so happy. She's so hot, too, bro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. This I don't lady, even know what she looks like. I'm she, just messing with you. She's a former barista, so every day there's coffee ready, like Heck great yeah. coffee. That's win. She's and worth then, every penny just for that. Yeah, and it's like. She wants to sell. She's always on that phone. She's always hustling. And I'm like, dude, I wish I can clone you. You're awesome. Like, I texted her this morning. Hope that you have a great day. Every day I've been down here in Atlanta. Every day. Hey, hope you have a great day. Thank you for everything. And I do it with the other guys that work with me. That gratitude as a leader in your business is freaking huge, right? I mean, I went on vacation. And almost like after the third day, I'm just sitting here thinking, nobody's called me. No fires. I haven't worried about anything. And so I'm texting the guys. We use Team Reach. I just want to say I really appreciate all of you guys. I've been able to enjoy my vacation so far, and I owe it all to you guys. Thank you. You know, I mean, that gratitude when you do stuff like that on a regular basis, it makes people work harder for you. It makes them want to work harder. I freaking love that. So, uh, Todd, you're freaking awesome. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, some takeaways that you've gotten since uh, coming to visit Aaron Overhead Doors and uh, what your thoughts are. Uh, well, coming down here, I just love how everybody's just on the same page. Let's all just have a good day, successful day. like that all the time, but <laughs> I, I love the perception. Yeah. We try. I mean, it's clean, it's neat, and, you know, it's everybody wants to help each other. You know, let's all be successful. Yeah. You know, and be great at what we're doing. Not good, but great. And, you know, that's what I want. So that's what I came down, and that's what I've been taking away. It's like how you can put all the money in marketing, get all these phone calls, and have the best website. But, yeah, I came from a former company that had a horrible culture. And I quit that company because of that culture. And I don't want it in my company. So I, I want to learn, okay, yeah, I, I – one of my guys is going through a hard time. His wife has some health issues. So I told him, you know, don't come to work Monday. You're taking her to the doctor. I'm going to pay you for the full day. Don't come to work. I want you to be there for her. You know, he's like, are you sure? Yeah. That's you know, awesome. And, and that's what I want. I want everybody to be like, yo, I have the best boss. I work for the best company. Yep. And that's where I'm – that's what I'm looking for. And that's what I've watched. That's awesome. So bringing in another Michigan guy who had high hopes for the future that got crushed by a red and black team. Go dogs. Um, introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Sean Pond, owner of Garage Doors Plus More, Southwest Michigan. Uh, been in the business probably, I'd say, 17 years on and off. Owned Garage Doors Plus More. Now I'm going on about three and a half years, so. New to owning a garage door business, but I've owned businesses before. Um, just really love the opportunity to come and 
come and visit not only Aaron Ed over at Doors, but such and such media and the camaraderie of these 13 plus guys that we've we've been with for quite a yeah. few days. It's uh, it's been uh, been awesome, awesome to uh, to to visit here and once again, which I'm the last one out of six, kind of repeat the same thing of the company culture, uh, the the management staff and how things are are ran is a uh, a dream of mine that I've wanted to figure out. Seems I'm, I'm very new into owning a business, so it's a yeah. definitely a heck of a learning curve. But One of my passions, and, and I experienced a great company culture at the software company that I was at, and I crave it every single day. And that's probably been my biggest frustration um, owning a door company is that it took me five and a half years to get to a point where I was like, I feel good about this. Like, this feels familiar to me. And so once you have it, you always want it. And so, and it's a lot of sacrifice and hard work to get it. Um, But I do think that if you guys create this, um, you know, at a different level, I still think that we're not where we need to be, right? And so never be content with what you've got. Always be looking to get better and improve. That's that's kind of what I've, I've brought with this is, I always think to myself, I can do better, or I need to do better, or I'm not doing good, and seeing all these guys here, it makes me feel good of where I'm at, yeah. by all means, but yet again, it does show me the drive to see what is to come, yeah. as we hope, and uh, and it helps to see that, once again, I, I'm not the only one struggling with what I'm struggling with, we're, yeah. we're all in, in the same boat here, and yep. it is good to see, it's good to be with uh, everybody and, and be able to bounce a question off and, and you're just like, wow, that is that is awesome. That one little talk, like you say, you might not take away much from our big meetings, but when we do branch off and go hang out in the hallway and there's two or three of us and we, and we talk things through and, yeah. and learn stuff from one another, it is, a, it is definitely well worth it. That's good. And Sean is extremely talented and not just garage doors, like – this dude could build a house. Uh, he's posted some pictures of some things that he's done, and it's uh, pretty freaking impressive. I'm jealous of your skill set, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's like the guy who works on the computer wishes he could always be like the guy who could build the house. Yep. And the guy that builds the house can always wish that he could do things like that on the computer. Um, I'm that guy, and I can fix garage doors, and I'm pretty good at it. But when I see some of the stuff you do, I'm like, that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, I, I, I love to do the, the oddball stuff. Uh, love to build overlay doors and becoming known for certain things. And I'm always looking for that niche. Like we're we're well well known and been referred from quite a few bigger companies around. Like we'll change opening sizes and and we we do it quite well and quite efficient. So it's it's That's definitely cool. definitely a skill set. And once again, that was brought on by my wonderful father which still works with me retired and he uh is now keeping track of me as still till this day yeah. working in the in the and office. one thing i love about you is when you talk about your dad you kind of light up yeah and you just brag about him yeah he's he's great he uh he's once again my even my mother we they're both all been self-employed their whole life. Uh, they've owned their own businesses most of their life, and they've they've taught me everything I've known. And uh, now it's kind of cool as 
my father's up there in age and and it's cool to see and I actually I teach him stuff now and then I got kids and fam family's everything and uh I I love hearing everybody's stories but like my kids they they uh I have one little one and he's he's my right hand man he That's he cool. comes with me and and puts me through the the roughness that I put my dad through and I ask my dad all the time I'm like was I like this and he's like Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. you go untie those fifty-five ropes <laughs> that are tied from rack to rack in the back of the truck, or those twenty-five two by fours with five hundred nails in it. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's <That's> great. <laughs> well, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. Is there anything you guys want to add? I think we owe a shout out to Tamara. Yeah. Oh my God. Definitely. She's uh, she's awesome. put up with us for the past five days, driving around with fourteen guys in the back of a van it's yeah. uh, and she can hang too and we we give her a hard time and she rolls with it so yeah. she's been awesome we, we, we call it we call her our mom she keeps track of us keeps us uh she keeps us in line listen. she was doing head counts okay one two three <laughs> yeah i wing just about everything like i'm a preparer but i don't go into too much detail i'm like i'll have like a high line overview like an agenda and then I just, like, make it what it is and kind of I'm flexible. We can change gears. We can do whatever, and I'm cool. She's, like, a li little bit of an over-preparer on the details. And so she's been worried about, like, she wants this to be the best. Ex I do, too, but, I mean, you guys are taking some valuable time, and y'all's time's worth a lot. So she's been, like, I want to make this great for the guys, you know? And so uh, – She's been a little bit on edge, a little bit more serious <laughs> than usual. Um, and I keep asking her, I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yes, I think so. Like, right. I said, I just want to get you back to your kid. So uh, breathe, relax, and I need to get on to the guys. She's like, no, I can handle them. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, I She got handles you. us just, just fine. Yeah. She's, it's been uh been exciting. <laughs> I thought it was funny when she was trying to back up the 15 passenger van. I was like 30 feet away and I heard somebody like hit the floor. <laughs> the Made it sound like she hit something and she broke, like like she stepped on the brake. So I, I love stuff like that. I think you guys are probably killing her nerves. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, sorry. Yeah, Lisa, <laughs> oops. No, we're not. <laughs> so uh, listen, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure that you check out our Facebook page. Um, hit up our, our sponsors who help make this all possible. And uh, like all these guys' Facebook page. Check them out. Uh, reach out to them. A lot of these guys are pretty active on social media. And uh, if you have any questions, hit me up. Thank you for being a supporter of the podcast and uh, be safe out there.